Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Very discouraging loss for the Chicago Bulls. As the uh, Bulls fall to Golden State, 104-90 Golden State ends a three-game slide to improve the 4-15. and 15. The Bulls drop to 6-13. and 13. There's no shame in this game tonight. We, we played hard and we competed. Yeah, it's frustrating, but you just got to keep believing that we're going to start fast. Everyone's just got to go out there and do our jobs, and when 11 guys are on the same page, not making mistakes, just out there doing their jobs, uh, then we're playing fast and just playing football. But right now we're making silly mistakes, and it just so happens to be in the early in the, in the game, and we're, we've been inconsistent, but we just got to fix that, uh, believe in the plan, and know it, uh, know it cold inside and out, and just go out and execute it. What I said to him after the game was, let's make sure we don't get complacent. We, it, feels, it feels good to win. No matter how you do it, you win. Uh, but now... Uh, we put ourselves in a position to to get back to 500, and the only thing you can do is 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 let's put together that one game where it feels really good, where every all three phases are playing well, and and that's it. We can't control two weeks from now. We we can only control this game, and um, that's kind of the mentality we have. So I'm sorry to report to my friends in Chicago, the nightmare continues. Chicago Tribune sports page, really, column by Stephen. Rosenblum? Steve Rosenblum. You know him? Never heard the name before yet. Steve Rosenblum. I think Chance the Rabbi is the way to go. Brian Peruk. Well, when's he coming back? I said, you want to come back? And it was an emphatic no. There you go. Well, we're glad he misses us. Where's Grody? Sitting in for Mark Grody, who's sitting in for Brian Peruk, it's Mike Esposito. I almost put that in my update just so I could say Esposito in the update again, but I didn't. They suck, so you don't have to. I can promise you this when this show is over we will tweet out an apology to our listeners for some reason they sing take the last train to turdsville and we'll meet you at the station take the last train to turdsville they're in need of sanitation don't you know oh whoa, whoa, whoa. they won't stop singing Lito. whoa 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 it's a master's course in stupid. You're tapping two kegs of stupid, and it is really flowing. Yeah, I, I don't, and uh, yeah, I, I, I got into journalism because I was told math was not uh, part of it. They have celebrity rebukes. This is Wayne Mesmer, Senior Executive Vice President of the Wolves. You know, in all my years involved in sports and many teams, I have never been involved with something that sucks so badly. The three words that best describe this show are as follows, and I quote, Stink, stank, stunk. It's Rosenblum and Esposito on WSCR 670 The Score. We should be 670 WSUK. Welcome in. 
Saturday suckage on Thanksgiving. Of course. And you know what? Nothing says suckage better than talking about the Bulls. Hey, they left that one wide open for us. Bulls fans, as you heard coming in, Chuck Swirsky describing the terrible loss. Jim Boylan sounding like an idiot. You talk, you heard from the Bears, their quarterback, their temper, interim quarterback, their interim coach. <laughs> and I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mike Esposito. It's Saturday Suckage on Thursday, and nothing says Saturday Suckage like Thursday on Thanksgiving. If you're a Bulls fan, you have nothing to be thankful for. As of this moment, as best as we can tell, Jim Boylan is still the coach of the Bulls. You have nothing to be thankful for, Bulls fans. In fact, you have to know this. You are being played for stupid. And you are stupid to support this team in any form. This franchise, this organization is playing you for stupid. They have, you know who the coach is? Jim Boylan. He's either basketball Bevington or he's Matt Foley. I live in a van down by the river. (laughs) He is that Chris Farley character who is a motivational speaker living in a van down down by the river. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live... In a van down by the river. There's your basketball coach, Bulls fans. And you have Michael Reinsdorf buying into this. He told me I have a good soul. It's just you have the the random, the garden variety Reinsdorf sounding as stupid as the buffoon coaching the team. And the lifetime appointment of John Paxson and Gar Foreman. And it's just a clown show so you, Bulls fans, are being played for stupid. Several notes on that. Then first, by the way, this segment brought to you by Duncan. Duncan, the official coffee of the score, and I have mine right here. Thankfully, my Duncan was open when I left the house this morning. Uh, one, I noticed uh, somebody's media notes yesterday that Pax did make this road trip with the team. I don't know if that means anything, but there's that. And He's Michael there. Reinsdorf did, too. They okay. Were, yeah. They were looking to get away from the fans in Chicago. <laughs> or their families. <laughs> the Bulls have won one home game. You know, the, the NBA rigged the schedule for the Bulls. Chicago's hosting the All-Star game. They did everything they could to rig the schedule by giving them an incredibly easy run for most of the first three months. Six and 13? How does that ring for you? And Are you in the festive holiday spirit after that? I would be if they'd fire Boylan and Paxson and Foreman. That would be great. Because right now, as long as they have jobs, you're being played for schmucks, Bulls fans. And Cowley, if you have the print Sun-Times today, it's in today's paper. If you read it online, you may have read it already. Cowley just rips into the uh, the Bulls as he is wont to do. Uh, But uh, And he was on the station yesterday, two days ago? Yes, yesterday with uh, uh, Bernstein and McKnight. No, yeah, Adam, Bernstein Adam McKnight, Bernstein McKnight. English. I watched that show. You'd think Do I would you know. Speak it? <laughs> he worked the show. <laughs> Bernstein and McKnight. It was Bernstein and McKnight. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, my other Bulls thought is it's it, Adam Stadzinski. By the way, he's. It sucks that he couldn't even get that part right, but that means he fits in well with it as it, on this. This show. is going great. One one there other you know. note, and I think I've told you this before, but I don't remember if it's on the air. So the the Matt Foley character, the actual guy Matt Foley, did I ever tell you this story? No, that Farley, not yet. So Farley based 
that character. This character, he picked the name of one of his college buddies. As I have read, he would see who was in the crowd that night. He used to do this at Second City. And he would pick the name, and that name would be the motivational speaker that night. So if you're in the crowd, I'm Steve Rosenblum, and I live in a van down by the river because you're in the crowd that night. Well, we went to SNL. His old Marquette rugby buddy, Matt Foley, that's the name. And, of course, once you do it on Saturday Night Live, it's stuck. Matt Foley, the actual Matt Foley. The is, rugby player? The rugby player. He is he is a Catholic priest. He is the pastor of the church we go to in Arlington Heights. Oh, my God. Yes. Why don't we have him on? He has been on the station. He was on. They did a Farley thing last year. On the anniversary of his death? On the anniversary of his death. He was actually very good. But that that was my little Matt Foley sure. nugget. So is he in any? So he is a motivational speaker. He is. A, he is a motivational speaker. He's a nice guy. But he does um, not live in a van down by the river. No, he lives in the rectory at St. James in Arlington Heights. <laughs> <laughs> not St. James the Lesser. No, I don't think so. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah, Look see at that. that. I, I've got greatness. I've got nuggets for you. Look at you. Touch them all. Well, anyways. Your basketball coach, the boob in charge, is still in charge. So sorry, Bulls fans. It, understand that it was a one-possession game with about six minutes to go. And the Bulls got run out, run off the floor, run out of the game, got run over by the worst team in the NBA. A team, a Four team, and 15. Well, previously they, they three, three and 15. Three wins. They were ranked 30th in defensive rating. They Not gave good. up an average of 100. And, their defensive rating was 115.2. Quick quick check, number of teams in the NBA? I believe 30. 30. That yes. would be last. That's correct. 28th in opposing an opponent's field goal percentage, 48.2. The Bulls ended up shooting a full 10 percentage points less than that. Then against the one of the worst defensive teams in the NBA, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the they sure did. The Bulls were out rebounded by the worst team in the NBA. Team the the Bulls lost a rebounding battle fifty four forty two. The Warriors were averaging just forty three point five rebounds per game. The Bulls had nine shots blocked. That's more than twice as many as the Warriors normally swat, reject, whatever active active verb you want. The Bulls scored 90 points against a team that gives up an average of 117.6. And again, the Bulls shot 38.2% against a team that has been giving up 48.2%. And and we know they lost to the worst team in the league. And Jim Boylan said, wait, here's the best part, Bulls fans. While you were sleeping, not only did the Bulls soil the bed, not only did they embarrass themselves and play you for suckers, but then the coach, Matt Foley, the motivational speaker, mm-hmm. basketball coach, basketball Bevington. But he says, as you heard coming in, there's no shame in losing to this team. This team that was led by Alec Burks, you ever heard of him? No. Uh, how about Marquise Chris? Heard of him, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. How about Amari Spellman? Same. Eric Pascal. Same. All right, that's four of your five starters. And they beat your Bulls. There's no shame in losing their team, said the Bulls coach. 
And then that was played on the NBC Sports Chicago postgame, hosted by former score hero Jason Goff. Our guy. And Kendall Gill and Will Perdue are there. Will Perdue had some thoughts. Here it is. Fellas, um, what'd you hear from that? Um, well, I'm just going to – I disagree. There is shame in losing yeah. this game. Thank you. I'm sorry. This is the worst team in the league, had the worst defense in the league, and you lose to this team. This, this, is, this is shameful. This should never happen. And please, stop smiling in the postgame press conferences after you lose. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, I've ran it enough. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, this, no, yeah, no you're, this, you're fine. You're this, fine. this is a shameful loss. This team, like I said previously, has only won three games this season. They're one and seven at home, Kendall. Right. They can't even protect their home court. Can't even protect their home court, and you're coming in there fully loaded, with the exception of Otto Porter. You should win this game going away, and you know. Jim Boyd, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to stay positive and everything. But at some point, you have to be a realist. And you have to, and you have to say, listen, we got our butts kicked. We never should have lost this game. We got to go back to the drawing board, change, tinker with some things, make some adjustments to make this team better. Fire everybody. I thought Will was just getting started there. He's like, no, I got to stop. I'm ranting. You're just getting going there, right. big guy. I, Keep going. I, I would let him go. That's that's all right. Feed the feed the hot shooter, right? And, and right. The, the DNPs for Golden State. D'Angelo Russell, thumb injury. Curry, Hurt, Thompson, out. Durant, New Jersey. You know, we're, your all-star team is not there. Oh, they did get Draymond Green back. Green played. And he got his customary technical. Seven points, eight assists, five boards, 24 minutes. But not... I mean... Nothing that you couldn't deal with. I mean, come on. They have three wins. They have half as many wins as Had you Had three did. wins. Now they have four Had, wins. Yes. You lost to the worst team in the NBA. How, how does the random Reinsdorf in charge, who is there, and job for life John Paxson, and whatever Gar Foreman does for John Paxson, it's a remarkable thing. And basketball, Bevington, Jim Boylan, how do they all keep their jobs? I realize this is just a regular season long. You lost to the worst team in the NBA, and you you lost at the end of a game where you gave up an 18-8 to run, and Lowry Markkinen can't get on the floor. Yeah, and, and you mentioned your shooting rows. Lowry, 3-for-10 yesterday. Wendell, 4-for-10. For somebody who plays as close to the basket as he does, 4-for-10, bad. Uh, Kobe White, who we generally love, 0 for 7 last night. That's not going to help. Chris Dunn, we know he can't shoot 0 for 5. Denzel Valentine, he actually played 0 for 2. So that's a lot of your misses right there. A lot Z- of offers. Zach had a nice game, 13 of 24. Sadoransky, 7 of 12. But pretty much everybody else, uh, that would have been you and I taking jump shots out there, I think. Uh, this segment brought to you by Canon Megatech Printer. Your holiday is ready. All your friends and family are eager to read your holiday letter. But is your printer up for the challenge? Of course. The Canon Megatank printers ink cartridges print 6,000 black pages and 7,700 color pages. Visit Amazon or Canon.us slash Megatank. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. This is Saturday Suckage on Thanksgiving. I know you're thankful that we suck so you don't have to, which could bode well for your Thanksgiving meal if you have to suffer through your own family. And we all do. That's Yeah, and that's always an issue. And if you had to suffer through the Bulls game last night, I feel bad for you. But 
But you know what? By going to Bulls games, you people who buy tickets and mm-hmm. show up, you're being played for stupid. And as long as you show up, you'll continue to be played for stupid. The Bulls have found no reason. Just, I think this is the 18th year of John Paxson, at least the 17th. Now, just for point of reference, Jerry Krause worked for the Bulls for 18 years. He won six titles. Yes, he did. John Paxson is closing in on 18 years. He has not ever, never gotten a team to the finals. He's never gotten a team that has won the East. And he still has this job. And by and Gar Foreman still has his job because John Paxson still has his job. And now there's just another garden variety, Reinsdorf, in charge of the team. If you're a Bulls fan and you go to this game, you get exactly what you deserve. You get a... And here, let me let me go back a couple. This is this has been bugging me. I really wish I was still writing for the trip to just point out the the his the stupidity and the way you're getting played for schmucks, Bulls fans. You remember that Laker game? Yes. As the Bulls were blowing that game, I do. What did Jim Paxson? Jim Paxson. What did Jim Boylan fail to do? What did he refuse to do? Oh, hmm. put his starters back in. Right. He had it, and what was his, what was his lame excuse for bad coaching? <laughs> he's got to build up the, he's uh-huh. got to build the bench, right? Right. Yeah. So, what about the other game where the bench is owning, the bench is owning the floor at home, the starters get put back in and they're blowing it, mm-hmm. and then and this is only within what ten ten days two weeks, and then he says. He's not putting, he's leaving the starters out there when they're failing because he has to develop. And this is a game where Cody Westerlin asked him afterwards, do you, do you develop, wait, are you trying to win? Are you trying to develop players? And he goes, oh, no, we're trying to make the playoffs and we're trying to develop players. We're going to do both. And Jim, Jim Boylan at that point sounded the bell of idiocy as he He's hiding behind lame coaching by saying they're trying to develop somebody. If you were trying to develop the bench in the Lakers game, when you refused to put the starters back in and you could have had a resounding victory, and then when the bench is playing lights out better than the starters and you don't leave them in less than two weeks later, and you've made another lame coaching move, Mm -hmm. and you're hiding behind the development air quotes around that, then you, Bulls fans, who continue to show up, you're idiots. You're getting played for idiots. The Bulls don't mind playing you for idiots because look what you're getting. Yeah, they, and I did read this yesterday, in fact, that the Bulls, who have led the league in attendance for years, are apparently sixth this year, so they're dropping a little bit. It's still too many. It's I, I even if you're you. even if you're 18,000 people showing up instead of 23,000, right. you're still too many. And and if I hear Jim Boylan say playoffs again at this point, yeah, play give give me Alex, give, give me Jim Mora play playoffs and he'll smile playoffs? and Will Purdue will get angry. <laughs> All right, if you were up, if you were if you stayed up to watch the Bulls game, worse if you stayed up to watch the post game, we'd like to hear from you three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. You can text us at six seven zero one one. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. You have nothing to be thankful, Bulls fans. 
nothing, nothing to be thankful for. I wish you a happy Thanksgiving, but it's as hollow as that buffoon coaching the Bulls on the sideline. You're getting played for stupid, so there's your Thanksgiving thought for you. We tried to suck, so the Bulls don't have to. And we did. But the, the but they po- did. The power of Jim Boylan is just too big. The power of John Paxson, the power of Gar Foreman, the power of with Michael Reinsdorf. Is that the garden variety Reinsdorf in charge of this? It's just too much. They've overcome the long and glorious history of Saturday suckage. So Bulls fans, you're getting played for stupid. Congratulations. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Playoffs? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome and welcome back saturday suckage on thanksgiving right and you thought it sucked to be with your family today. Well, I have to do here that. Here we are as the pregame for your pre-family. What, what does it mean when I have to go home and do that? In fact, we're hosting both sides of my family today. How, how, how does that, that make my that day go? first? Going? He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosalem. Saturday Suckage, uh, as no, you we, used to know it. We, we've hosted before. And yes, we have you had, and I have done this show yes, a lot we have. before. <laughs> yes, we have. No, we've hosted, we've hosted both sides before. I just don't believe it's been... Thanksgiving, I think it was Christmas. Either way, but we've we've had we've had them before. But it's always it's actually usually fun. There will be blood. I hope not. Oh, okay. The kid, unless the kids bust each other up in the basement, we don't know. And it's update time too. We have it updates today like, too. Wow, we got to give traffic. We got to give the kids the uh, the bull score from last night. Yeah, you do that. I will. You, you give us the update, Mister. 
Scoreboard update. Here we go. We're in the Northwestern Basketball Update Studio. I'm Mike Esposito. Join the Wildcats at Welsh Ryan Arena this winter for matchups with Michigan State, Ohio State, Purdue, and more. Season and single game tickets on sale now at nusports.com. We'll get to the Bulls in a second. We start with the Bears. Are you ready for the David Blau era? To start in Detroit. Are you ready for some football? You watch. David Blau is going to turn into Clint Longley. Oh, boy. I hope not because uh, at 1130, the Bears in Detroit will kick off. Uh, the Bears are three-point favorites as of last night. I'm sure it's higher now that uh, the news came out that Blau is starting. Uh, Detroit 3-7-1. and one. No Matt Stafford. No Jeff Driscoll, who's out with a hamstring injury. For the Bears, Broniker, Gabriel, Massey, McManus, and Shaheen did not travel, so they will be out for the game. Also in the NFL today, you have the Cowboys hosting, of course. The Buffalo Bills will be in town for them. New Orleans is at Atlanta tonight. The Bulls playing the worst team in basketball, Golden State. And they lose 104-90. They fall to 6-13. and Zach Levine had 36 in the losing effort. They are at Portland Friday night. Does that now make officially the transit power of transitive property make them the worst team in basketball well, we have we actually have a texture i was going to read it before the update but I'll, I'll do it in the update how about that if if you lose to the worst team in the league then you are the worst team in the league that's right and that means you're the biggest schmucks in the league to go see this team play bulls fans you're getting played for stupid and as long as you show up you deserve it uh hockey the hawks host colorado tomorrow afternoon it's a three o'clock game at the uc ahl the wolves five grand rapids two Cubs claim left-hander C.D. Pelham off of waivers from Texas. Pittsburgh's named Derek Shelton as manager. C.D. Pelham. He's a left-handed reliever. He's taking of Pelham 1-2-3. He could be. Uh, And speaking of uh, Cubs bullpen, Carl Edwards Jr. signs a one-year deal with Seattle. Uh, College football, Mississippi State, Old Miss this afternoon. College buckets last night. You had Northwestern losing to Pittsburgh, 72-59. Loyola, 68. Old Dominion, 61 Built for Tough Bears Monday, brought to you by your local Ford dealers and the Build for Tough F-150, the official truck of the Chicago Bears. And I'm Mike Esposito. You're listening to Chicago's number one ranked sports station, 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Home of Bears Mondays. This week it'll be, of course, tomorrow on a Bears Friday, presented by your local Ford dealers and the Built for Tough F-150, the official truck of the Chicago Bears. The Score is a radio.com sports station. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. There you go, legendary Arthur Carlson, WKRP in Cincinnati, when they had the, oh, the humanity, Les Nessman reporting on site. Not Les Grobstein. Often mistaken for one another. <laughs> Do you remember the episode where Les Nessman insisted on having an office and walls? No. But he didn't have office an office or walls? So he used masking tape and put it on the floor to mark off its territory. I, I do not remember. I'm, I'm a little young for KRP. What I remember are, number one, the, the turkey thing the, that we play because it's so great. It is. Every year. They had the, the, the whole story is about I, it. But there's too many people who don't remember it. We need to keep this alive. Yes. They had a turkey drop. It was a holiday drop. And so the turkey drop was there are all these turkeys, live turkeys, dropped out of an airplane courtesy of WKRP in Cincinnati, the radio station, and turkeys cannot fly. But they didn't know that. Right. And then there are just (laughs) (laughs) hitting. I think Les Nessman said that their turkeys are hitting the, hitting the concrete, like like hitting the ground, like sacks of concrete. The other thing I remember about KRP, Lonnie Anderson was hot. Yes. I remember that vividly. However, yes, she was over the top hot, but. 
But here's the thing. Bailey Quarters was the bomb diggity. Not better than Lonnie Anderson. Bailey Quarters was the bomb diggity. We have a texture, 702 texture. 708, knocked on a pretend wall. Yeah, that was it. You had to make like you're knocking on the door with Les Nesman. And, and that was a different episode. But are we sure they're that dropping, Les- they're dropping the, the tur- live turkeys? And Arthur Carlson, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. It's a holiday classic. It is. And we revive that. And this is a, our chance to, as Saturday Suckage has been known to do, our look ahead to the holiday season. We have. We'll have Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. We always do that. The McKenzie Brothers, The 12 Days of Christmas. Mm-hmm. We'll have Santa Lost a Ho. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. And we'll undoubtedly slip in Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yes. And in the on the movie front, you'll be glad to know, because we have a late Thanksgiving this year, that the Christmas movie playing and uh, tree putting up and all that other stuff at our house has already started. So I've seen Home Alone a few times. We've seen Elf a few times. Uh, Christmas Vacation a few times. Is this, always- we have, is this when we have the discussion of the, the greatest Christmas mu- movie of all time? And the winner is the Godfather. <laughs> I, I, I will that will receive votes for me. I, I would still vote. It's a Wonderful Life, but the Godfather is darn good. I read something this week about, um, and the Godfather was in there. Um, a, a famous one of the most famous lines in the Godfather. Leave was, the gun, take the cannoli. Exactly. It was half of that was ad libbed. You're kidding. The script only called for leave the gun. Clement Castellano, Clemenza, and Clemenza said, "Take the cannoli, take the cannoli." <laughs> and you figure the fat guy would take the cannoli, of leave course. the gun, take the cannoli. There was, there was a, it was great. This this article, providing it was real, some of it was backed up with actual journalism. Some places you never know. Well, that's helpful. The lines that were ad iconic lines that were ad libbed, like you're gonna, we're gonna need a bigger boat, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> That, was, that was not in the script. No kidding. That was a that was a line that was used by the by the cast and crew off screen just in the in the course something would go wrong joke. with the sure. movie. Uh-huh. Would something go wrong with the production? Something would they they they'd be behind schedule whatever it is. We're going to need a bigger boat. And then it finally made it into the movie. And that was that was among the lines that was never, that wasn't written, but just happened to, happened to show up. It made it. It was ad libbed. It was, and so it was. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey, dazed and confused. Uh, Apparently, uh, he was listening to some door, a live Doors album, and it was the first take. And he was told, "Just go for it." And it was in his head, and he said it. And that's it. And I know this, and this is uh, not exactly secret, but if you read any of the behind-the-scenes stuff for Caddyshack, almost all of the Bill Murray stuff yes. was just him. There was it's no a- script for much of the Carl Spackler stuff. Right. Harold Ramis said that there was the the, the most famous scene, yeah. right, with the flower. But all Bill Murray said... He got said all that, that one. Uh-huh. All Bill Murray said the night before was, get me, plant some flowers. <laughs> and... <laughs> And Harold Ramis says, okay, we'll plant some flowers. And the um, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Mm-hmm. From That was 
Bill Murray's, that was an ad lib too. There was a lot of that going on. The funny thing is with the ad libbing, I remember when I lived in LA, I had taken a, um, I taken a, um, a, a script writing course, several of them. One of them was taught by April Kelly. She was co-producer, uh, and a writer for Mork and Mindy. Okay. She actively and loudly, um, fought the idea that Robin Williams ad-libbed everything in Mork and Mindy. She was angry about it because it denied her and the other writers the credit they were due. She said, it's not true. There weren't holes in the script that just said Robin does, Robin will do this, Robin be will Robin. do that. Yeah, yeah, Robin will be Robin. He was brilliant. He was just great. Yeah. But she she back, she back she defended what the writers would put into the script and that it was quality stuff and it wasn't all Robin Williams all the time. I can get that. This hour brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Is your family ready for cold and flu season? Knowing when it's the flu lets you know when you call your doctor. The flu brings a fever, so be prepared with a thermometer. You can trust the Exergen Temporal Scanner backed by more than 70 clinical studies. Oh, see, I'm right. I'm winning here. You're three winning the text area, line. Three There's different no area doubt. codes. 708, Bailey was it. 630, Bailey was way hotter in a librarian sort of way. And 219, you made my Thanksgiving. You're the best. Bailey was amazing. So Indiana has, icon. Indiana yes. has swung for you in the 219. Uh, listen, I, I am a Bailey fan as well. But Lonnie Anderson was a flat-out 10. There Back in the seventies, fl- there was nothing flat. No, that's t- about Lonnie <laughs> that's Anderson. Also true. No, <laughs> Bailey. Bailey quarters. This was that was the latter day version. Growing up, when you're as old as me, and you're not as old as me, I'm not. When you're as old as me, and you watched sixties television, sixties sitcoms mm-hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Here's what you were dealing. And Adam Stadzinski, who was you he- were born in what 1998? 1990. Okay. Wow. Give me a little bit of credit. Come on, man. No. All right. I'm going to be so 30 in February. You, go, you have to go to MeTV or TV Land, and you'll see the raging arguments were this. Marsha Brady versus Lori Partridge, which will mean nothing to you. mean no. everything to me. Ginger versus Marianne. Ginger. That was a Gilligan's eye. Yeah, Ginger, sure. And Samantha versus I Dream of Jeannie. Jeannie. Yes, Jeannie. See, the argument of my generation back when I was growing up was Brittany or Christina Aguilera. Brittany. That's the team I was on. Wow. And so how and, – and what were the – what were your reasons for – your choice and your reasons for it? Share with the class. Have you seen any of her music videos? Brittany? Yeah. I've seen – Yes. Both of them. The Toxic music video is one <laughs> of the all-time of greatest music videos. Oh, now, you know what, Adam, I, I am with you on Brittany. Um, All right, I, so I will have, leave it at that. So we have um, Bailey was an 11, 301. Now I'm getting more support. You're losing this, Espo. That's no. Bailey seven, was seven, an 11. Three. Lonnie was plastic. 773 has it precisely right. Come on, man. Bailey was the obtainable babe. Lonnie was untouchable hot. That is exactly what I meant. There's no question. Corey from smoke. From soap, you go ahead. You you talk when this you have nonsense. When, when you have the automatic, like holy cow. You're automatically thinking, all right, this this woman is just ridiculous. So you don't even consider. That's why everyone's like, oh Bailey, yeah, sure. I'm not saying anything bad about Bailey. Let's not put me on the anti Bailey team here. I don't know why you're hating on Bailey Quarters. 
But the, the funny part Jan is Smithers this Smithers this the... this other text from the three oh one Bailey was an eleven, Lonnie was plastic. I actually met Lonnie Anderson working at a TV show as as a freelancer years ago. What TV show? She was a guest on a talk show. I don't remember where I used to freelance at the now NBC Sports Chicago. At the time, I believe it was Fox Sportsnet. This is like 20 years ago. But we used to film. People used to just rent studio time, and we would work on whatever was there, right? I was whatever they they pay me for, I I was there for, right? Uh Uh-huh. And she was the guest on one of the talk shows that was taped there, and she was quite plastic by this. And this is, you know. 20 years after soap, but she was quite plastic at the time. After KRP. Not we actually soap. met, you know who actually looked not too bad, although albeit a bit plastic, but she was way older, was Barbara Eden, Jeannie. I met her too at, at the doing the same thing, freelancing There's a TV. legendary story about our Bill Moulton and I Dream of Jeannie. Really? Yep. God bless him. You'll have to tell me that the one. Man's, the man swung a big bat. <laughs> man, yeah, yeah. He's the Babe Ruth of... Uh, yeah. And the, uh, that's, that's, I dream of Jeannie was always, that was, that was, that's probably why I lean more toward Marsha Brady. It was the whole blonde thing and that way. And you know who is greatly underrated? Adam, you'll have no idea. Greatly underrated. Talk to me. Agent 99. 99 was all right. Barbara. F- yes. Yeah. See, I'm, I, oh, I mean, that doesn't. God. Punky Brewster. Mine was, and I'll tell you, my, my Marky Post from Night Court is a good one too. Daisy Duke was the first yeah, one. Yeah, Marky Post was a really good. There is there Num- is number the, one on my list. The, the first one where it's like, and I was I don't know, ten or eleven when you kind of like, hmm, Daisy Duke, number one. And then in my age group, kind of like what Adam was saying, Alyssa Milano from Who's the Boss. Mm-hmm. We happen to be the same age, but that was right in my wheelhouse. She's uh, prettier than she's you. delightful. You're yes, the she is. Same age. Yeah. Yes, she is. We're both Italian, so we have that going for All us. All right. So we'll we'll take a break as we've we figured out all the debates and I'm right. And <laughs> Are we going to talk about it, the Bears at any point today? Maybe. Yes, we will. Top of the hour. We'll talk to Chris Emma. He's in Detroit for the score, and we'll talk to him about the uh, the events of last week and what's coming up. And we'll um, we'll talk with you if you are interested. Seven three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. Text us at six seven zero one one. You could tell. Espo that I'm right about Bailey quarters over most of you are over. I will stick to my Lonnie Anderson. What was her character name? Jennifer. Jennifer is right. Yes. Jennifer. Jennifer. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And on this Thanksgiving, it's Saturday suckage and on Thanksgiving and we tried to suck so you don't have to, but the, the bulls are just unstoppable. (laughs) But again, you people are contributing to it. If you keep going to bulls games, you're schmucks. You're getting what you deserve. You're being coached by Matt Foley, Basketball Bevington, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. It's been good, but we want to start the first quarter like that. So, I mean, we're making adjustments at halftime, but we got to come out out of the gate ready to go and have success right away and play four quarters instead of just starting off the second half really well. That was who? That Bears interim quarterback? That was the interim quarterback, The yes. guy who's going to get Ryan Pace fired? Could be him, yes. Ryan Pace cannot be allowed to choose the next Bears quarterback, so he has to leave. He has to be done. I'm sorry, he can't. He was he had a he had a get out of Jay Cutler free card in his first year on the job. You get to do anything you want. Mm-hmm. 
could have gotten rid of Jay Cutler. Who would they have signed that year? Who would they have picked up that year? I don't know, but now we know that he would have the idiot decision to find another Mike Lennon because he found the original Mike Mike Lennon. Lennon. So he's gone. I had forgotten about Mike Lennon for a bit there. He signed Lennon. He traded up to draft Trubisky. He had a 66% chance of getting it right, (laughs) and he traded up to get it wrong. He didn't even, what, they didn't even go to dinner with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. He had a 66% chance of getting it right. There was only the one. The odds were right. in his favor. There was only one pick that would have been the wrong one. And he traded up to get the wrong guy because he could make a dinner reservation? How? And now you was hear. It the, was it the uh, 20-year-old uh, beater car that uh, did it for him? Remember that one? They drove, he drove it up as, here, too, from North Carolina. Right. That's as dumb as some of the stuff you've heard Jim Boylan say. We are really surrounded by stupidity in this town. It's just, it's remarkable. It's a shame. Well, and and listen, if the Bears don't beat David Blau today, that's, can we get, after the Golden State loss last night, if the Bears lose to David Blau, that would be a Thanksgiving for you right there, Chicago sports fans. Did you guys hear Mike Forio yesterday when figuring out how to pronounce David Blau, he did this? Um, David Blau. That's my name. That name again is David Blau. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. I think what's really important here is you, you knew who Marsha Brady was, but you didn't know who Lori Partridge was. No, because when I was a kid, we got the Brady Bunch reruns all the time. So watched them all the time. Never saw an episode of the Partridge Family because they never really got replayed. I didn't know who Susan Day was until L.A. Law. And I didn't really watch L.A. Law. I was a little young for L.A. Law. But I know who Susan Day is, at least, from the from that show. I did not know she was Lori Partridge until much later. Fun fact, the most notable Lori Partridge episode mm-hmm. was when she got braces. Mm. And like most teenagers, she worried about worried about braces and having them and she would look ugly because she really wanted to attract she wanted the shy guy across the street to ask her to go steady hmm. they do that today she didn't the kids? think yeah well back then in the 60s it was going yeah we're going we're going together we're going steady mm-hmm. do you know who that shy guy across the street was i don't luke skywalker come on mark hamill it was his third acting job and he got the job and he read the script, and he was going to realize a life lifelong dream, as short as his life was, that we would have, you would have, had you been as old as mm-hmm. me, but we would have realized this. That was his screen crush, and that was his, oh. first, his first screen kiss. Luke Skywalker kissing Lori Partridge. How about that? Old scrap mouth. Here's, here's one for you from the 630. I actually was just reading a thing about the, uh, the rise of Skywalker last night. Yep. Uh, from the 630, we could ponder this as we uh, get ready for break here. Roper or Furley from Three's Company? Okay, moving right along. <laughs> Team Furley, not not in that manner, but moving you know what I mean. Moving right along. Yeah, I thought you were going to give me <laughs> no, Ralph Furley or no. Don Knotts. No, that, I mean, well, that's or, it. Or that, that's, Barney, th- I'm sorry, Barney Fife, Ralph Furley. No, Andy Griffith or Don Knotts is, is in here as well. I didn't read that one. I just thought Gilligan Mr. Roper or, or Mr. Skipper. Furley. Pick your landlord, everybody. Yeah, all right, moving right along. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back. We'll talk some bears with Chris Emma of the score. He's in Detroit. 
and again, if they lose to David Blau, I don't, I don't know. You might as well have Ryan Pace and Gar Foreman swap jobs since neither of them can do it right. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Steve Rosenblum. This is Saturday Suckage on Thanksgiving. You don't have to thank us. We suck so you don't have to. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. The turkeys are taking over. It's like an infestation. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.